Hello everyone. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Daphne and I have Susmita with me. Here's a bit about myself. I am Mauritian and I have been working in the early childhood industry for three months and studying my bachelor's in early childhood education at Icon Institute. I am very excited for you to hear about our findings. Yeah, hi, Susmita here and I'm from beautiful country called Nepal. Um, I'm also a student at Icon Institute studying my bachelor's in early childhood education. I started working in childcare after my first placement, which has been a great learning experience for me. Thank you, Susmita. So this podcast is about working with the contemporary sociology of Australian families and communities in early childhood education service provision and will be outlining two perspectives influencing its delivery. That's right. And these theories are born friend brainers biological theory and the Maslow hierarchy theory. Uh, you will hear about the impacts on social behavior, relationships, interaction, social and cultural surroundings for children, families and communities. Yes. And our final point will take into consideration the early childhood teacher's role in collaborating with the current sociology of Australian families in early childhood education. So when we talk about Bonfenbrenner's biological theory on child development, we can see that this theory examines how a child develops in connection to the network of relationships that make up his or her environment. And according to Bonfenbrenner's hypothesis, there are various layers of the environment that can affect a child's development. The term bioecological systems theory um, has lately been used to emphasize that a child's biology serves as his or her primary environment for development. Um, the child's development is fueled and guided by the interaction of elements in his biologically maturing environment, his immediate family and society, and the social environment, which means that conflict or changes in one stratum will have an impact on all the others, which is very interesting. Yeah. Under this heading, um, the closer system, which is a microsystem, will be discussed, which involves an immediate family of a child school and early childhood care setting these settings are impacting children's physical features personalities and activities mm -hmm. next one is the mesosystem which connects the components of a child's microsystem through the relationship between a child's instructor and parents their respective churches and neighborhoods etc um, the exosystem is the layer of society outside of which children do not actively participate. Um, the structures in this layer influence the child's growth. For example, job hours of parents, even though he or she may not be actively involved at this level, mm -hmm. the child still feels the effects of the interaction of his own, with his own system, whether they are positive or negative. Um, and so the fourth section is the microsystem mm -hmm. that could be regarded as the child's environment's topmost layer. Um, it is made up of cultural values, customs, and laws. The last system is the chrono system, and it takes into account how a child's environments um, connect to the passage of time. The system cont contains elements that can either be internal, like the physiological changes, 
brought on by a child's aging or external like the timing of a parent's mortality um, and also talking about implication for practice, according to Bonfred Banner, it appears that a stable long-term relationship between social and structures are essential. Mm. Um, schools and teachers play a crucial secondary role that the conflict between employment and the family life, not between families and socials, is what causes issues for both students and families. Schools and teachers should collaborate to support the primary relationship and foster a, f- a family-friendly atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can do this as we strive to implement Bonfenbrenner's ideas of making public policy that re- reduces the conflict between work and family. That's right. Um, the work done on behalf of children by all parties, including parents, instructors, mm. extended families, mentors, bosses at work, and legislators, should have should be valued by society, according to Bonfield Brainers. Yes, thank you, Susmita. So, mm-hmm. about the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, um, which is our second theory. Mm-hmm. Um, so according to Maslow, for mm-hmm. children to reach their maximum potential, all their needs must be satisfied. Um, the concept of human needs is t- typically presented as a pyramid. At the base level, children must m- first meet their basic needs, which include food, shelter, water, and warmth. Um, this is because they are, if they are hungry or exhausted, they might not be able to focus on more complex situations, mm-hmm, yeah. um, just like us adults. Mm-hmm. So it is therefore important that parents and teachers attend um, to these necessities Absolutely, first. Yeah. The second stage is called safety, and it focuses on the need for security, stability, and protection. After meeting their initial needs, children can start to realize their additional needs, which can manifest itself in various areas, such as separation anxiety. Mm. The next phase is love and belonging, which focuses on children's need for friendship, affection, and love. During this phase... Uh, they can start to develop their social skills and build their confidence. The fourth stage is esteem, which is related to children's need for self-respect and independence. This is where they can feel valued for their achievements or for being able to do something on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, when children and en- children entering the self-actualization phase are mm-hmm. likely to find it difficult to grasp. This stage involves feelings of fulfillment and comfort, and it can be hard for young children to comprehend. Over time, this concept of self-actualization will develop and involve feelings of satisfaction and acceptance. Therefore, if a child's basic needs are satisfied, they can work. They can then work towards several higher level wants like. Um, cognitive and self-actualization among others um then maslow claims that cognitive abilities emerge from demands of self-actualization aesthetic fulfillment and cognitive development he also places a strong focus on creativity cognitive wants are people's innate urges to make sense of the world around them to gain more knowledge and understanding so as educators, 
Mm-hmm. We also observe the growth of cognition when Maslow's requirements for aesthetics and self-actualizations are satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, and next we will talk about how Bonfitbener's ecological system theory influences children, families and communities, social behavior, their relationships, interactions, culture and context. Uh, he mentions that developing strong relationship is very important for children's positive development. Mm. The amount of time they spend in school is a significant factor that influences their relationships and where they can develop their relationship with adults other than their parents for the first time. And children develop the emotional and cognitive skills through connection with adults too. Mm. The family is considered to be the most intense and influential component of the ecosystem. It influences can um, extend to a child's development and various factors such as language, health, and security, which are developed through the feedback that the family provides. Mm. And according, also according to Bonfriend Reynolds, a child should develop a long-term relationship with an adult who has a vested interest in their development. The relationship should be strong and be with a certain amount of love and support which ideally should last a lifetime. The individual must believe that the child is the best. In so um in regards to all of this, we should strive to build trusting relationships that will help children engage and f- learn fully, um from the activities that we prepare in the classroom. Mm. And society plays a vital role in supporting the development of children's ecosystem by providing them with the necessary resources to flourish. Mm. According to Bronfenbrenner, problems within the family framework have been contributed attributed to the technological changes that have occurred over the years. He states that while society has been taking great efforts to protect the environment from technological threats, it has not been able to provide the same level of protections to the people's relationships. Mm. And another part point is that through the communication of customs and beliefs between parents and other structures, children are influenced by their culture. Mm. This is because our culture dictates our beliefs about various aspects of life, such as family, school, and religion. For instance, our cultural beliefs have a powerful impact on boyfriend brainer's system. These deeply held beliefs from a child's perception of self and due to the role culture plays as an identity factor that is a risk of conflict between nations will verifying the traditions too. Yes, so um one of the most common theories about how to care for children is the concept of human needs which was developed by um, Maslow. His five uh, stages help uh, teachers and parents understand how to provide the best possible care for young children. Through his concept of the hierarchy of needs, Maslow has made a huge contribution to the development of uh, school management and teaching. He believes that learning should be done in a holistic manner that considers the various aspects of a person's personality. 
The concept of Maslow's hierarchy of needs can be applied to the teaching of children. Before a child can start to develop his or her cognitive abilities, they must first meet their physiological needs. For instance, a hungry and tired child won't concentrate on learning, as we mentioned before. So to reach their um, full potential, children must feel accepted and safe in the classroom. So teachers should show appreciation and respect to them. So then Maslow also suggests that a supportive environment is created should be created for them. And one of the most effective ways that teachers can use Maslow's hierarchy of needs is by identifying the students' specific needs. This will allow, allow them to provide the students with the necessary lessons. If a child is struggling to pay attention in class, it could be because they are missing out on their need mm-hmm. for belonging and safety. Mm-hmm. In this situation, the teacher can help the student develop a more nurturing environment by creating a safe and comfortable environment for them mm-hmm. um, they can also encourage them to connect with pe- other people outside of their class by participating in activities that will make them feel supported and connected yeah if a yeah. child is not being motivated to learn because of their basic needs such as water and food that are not being met um, then they might not be able to develop a positive relationship with their teacher. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if they are feeling safe and secure, then they might be more open to new ideas. Um, for example, activities that encourage uh, students to develop their self-esteem and talents are more effective than those that only concentrate on their lower needs. Furthermore, according to Bonfimbenos, the complexity of the process that occurs in children's life is likely to be beneficial for their development. In addition, the characteristics of people can modify this process. For instance, teachers are more likely to adopt new approaches to help children develop. And there are various objects in every classroom that are designed to help children learn. Teachers can encourage children to develop more complex skills as they interact with these objects and with the teacher. Yes. For example, instead of just using blocks, children should be encouraged to think about how to make their structures taller or stronger. Mm. Teachers who are motivated to make their students reach their full potentials are more likely to develop their children's skills and talents. Yes. Bernard's theory encourages teachers to help children overcome their challenges he also mentions that the first impression that children have of a teacher is important also a teaching strategy that focuses on treating all children as if they are the same is not as effective as one that takes into account the varying needs of each child take a child who is shy it will be challenging for educators to help them integrate into a group as an educator, an educator should be able to provide a stimulating environment for each child. It can be so by developing a more effective and relevant approach. One of the most important factors that can be considered when it comes to setting up their classroom is the context. The setting of the classroom affects children's engagement with the materials, thus the choice of the appropriate objects and the manners in 
which they are displayed can influence how they interact with the learning environment too. So it is safe to say that the more teachers encourage their children to think critically, the more challenging it will be for those used to being told what they should do. Conversely, the tighter control that teachers have over the children, the mm -hmm. more difficult it is for those who are less used to be re to being restricted. Mm -hmm. Therefore, in conclusion, Bontman-Brenner's theory and Maslow's theory are both very good approaches to be adopted by educators in their teachings across various situations as has been discussed throughout this podcast. Um, we don't think that we should stick to one mm -hmm. theory, mm -hmm. but depending on the classroom environment and the children's backgrounds and responses to the lessons provided, then we can implement these theories accordingly. Absolutely, yeah. So thank you everyone for listening to our podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And um, yeah, thank you so much for listening and taking your time. See you next time. Yes. Bye. Bye.